Welcome to the Treble Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Thompson, audiologist and founder of Treble Health. This podcast is supported by treblehealth.com, the nation's leading telehealth service for tinnitus and hearing loss treatment. Thank you for being here on our podcast and make sure to subscribe to get our newest episodes sent straight to you. Let's get ahead with today's episode. If you're experiencing ear fullness, ear pressure, clicking in the ears, something doesn't feel right, maybe you have ringing in the ear as well, you may have eustachian tube dysfunction. In today's video, Dr. Michelle, one of the lead audiologists in our telehealth practice, Treble Health, will educate you on the full understanding of eustachian tube dysfunction, the causes, the treatments, and exactly what you need to know. My name is Dr. Ben. Please leave a comment on this video for what you're here for, for what you learned. Ask us any questions. We'll be here to work with you at Treble Health. Let's get ahead with today's video. Dr. Michelle, take it away. Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle with Treble Health, and today I'm discussing eustachian tube dysfunction. I have to start off by first explaining what are the eustachian tubes. We have two eustachian tubes, one on each side, that help connect the middle ear cavity space with the back of our throat. This helps to equalize pressure and drain any fluid that may build up behind our eardrum in the middle ear space. The middle ear is an air-filled cavity. It houses our three smallest bones in our body, and at times pressure fluid can build up behind it, but that's what our eustachian tubes are for. It helps to drain fluid or equalize the pressure so we don't have that sensation of oral or ear fullness. So what is eustachian tube dysfunction? Eustachian tube dysfunction happens whenever the eustachian tubes aren't regularly opening and closing. If they're remaining open too frequently or if they're remaining closed, then we consider that eustachian tube dysfunction. It can oftentimes be the result of clogging or inflammation, and we have all experienced some degree of eustachian tube dysfunction in our lives when we've had a cold or if you've ever flown and you've had that pressure and pain in your ears, it was likely the result of eustachian tube dysfunction. Eustachian tube dysfunction is also much more common in children than it is in adults. And it's because the eustachian tubes of infants and young children are much more horizontal. As we age, it naturally starts to angle downwards. So if there is any fluid or mucus that's building up behind the eardrum, it starts to drain down to the throat and doesn't remain there. But in young children, the eustachian tube is more horizontal and flat. So the fluid doesn't really have anywhere to go, which is what causes ear infections or middle ear fluid to build. Again, as adults, it's much less common, but nonetheless, we can still have an ear infection, which is probably the result of eustachian tube dysfunction. There are different types of eustachian tube dysfunction, and three of the most common are called paddleless eustachian tube dysfunction, obstructive eustachian tube dysfunction, and barrow-challenged induced eustachian tube dysfunction. Paddleless eustachian tube dysfunction occurs when the eustachian tubes remain open almost all the time, and this causes a distortion to your own voice quality, so it will likely sound very boomy and hollow. Obstructive eustachian tube dysfunction occurs when the eustachian tubes don't open enough, so they're much more closed, clogged, inflamed, and so you may feel the sensation of pain or pressure in your ears. It's very similar to barrow challenge induced eustachian tube dysfunction because again, the eustachian tube is more blocked, more clogged. You have that pressure and pain built up, but it's the result of altitude or elevation changes, pressure changes like snorkeling or skydiving or climbing a high mountain range. So that's caused by barometric pressure changes. There are many different signs of eustachian tube dysfunction, 
The most common are hearing loss. So you may hear that everything sounds a little bit more muffled, more quiet. You may also notice ringing. So tinnitus can be quite common when we have eustachian tube dysfunction. And we may also notice clicking or buzzing or humming. You may also have some sensations of dizziness or imbalance. And of course, you may also experience pain or pressure because of either that fluid or pressure that's built up inside of the middle ear space. Some of the common causes of eustachian tube dysfunction include allergies, having a cold, or having the flu. You can also have eustachian tube dysfunction because of different altitude or pressure changes. Again, if you're skydiving, snorkeling, or climbing a high elevation, you may notice pressure and pain built up behind your eardrums. So those are some of the more common reasons for eustachian tube dysfunction. Eustachian tube dysfunction can be diagnosed by either visiting a physician or an audiologist. If you go to see a physician, they're likely going to check your ears, your nose, and your throat to determine if there's any inflammation, infection, irritation. If you go to see an audiologist, they also are going to look inside of your ears and try to see if they can notice any kind of fluid behind the eardrum, if there's any retraction or bulging of the eardrum that would indicate either fluid or pressure. They'll also complete a test called tympanometry that assesses the mobility of the eardrum. So some light pressure is put inside of the ear and we measure and see how the eardrum moves in response to that pressure. If it's not moving, then it usually indicates that there may be some fluid built up behind the eardrum. There are also different subtests that can be completed using that same machinery to specifically assess for eustachian tube dysfunction. So we take three different measurements. One, when you are just sitting still, relaxed, that's your baseline tympanogram. And then we'll test again by having you swallow to see how the pressure change shifts. And we'll also have you pinch your nose and blow out to try to clear the pressure in your ear. And depending on how the eardrum moves and reacts to those different pressure changes, gives us an impression as to whether or not the eustachian tubes are functioning and working properly. Those two maneuvers are called either the Valsalva maneuver or the Toynbee maneuver. And those are common things, again, that people will do to try to clear their ears by swallowing, chewing, or pinching their nose to blow out. But it gives us a really good impression as to what's going on behind the eardrum in that eustachian tube to make sure that it is allowing fluid to drain, pressure to equalize, so that there aren't any issues in the middle ear cavity. There are many different cures that you can try for eustachian tube dysfunction. There are some at-home remedies, there are medications, and there are surgical interventions that can be tried, depending on the extent and severity of your eustachian tube dysfunction. Simple at-home remedies include chewing, yawning, swallowing. You can also try to pinch your nose and blow out to see if you can clear the pressure behind your eardrums. You can also try to use a saline spray to clear the nasal passages. In terms of medications, you can consider over-the-counter options like antihistamines that may also help, especially if your eustachian tube dysfunction comes from allergies, and pain relievers because we know if you have a lot of pressure or fluid built up behind your ears, it can be painful, so pain relievers can help with that. Your physician may recommend the use of an antibiotic if they suspect an infection is the culprit for the eustachian tube dysfunction, and they may also recommend corticosteroids to help alleviate any inflammation of the eustachian tubes.
For surgical interventions, there are a few different options. One is called a myringotomy. This is when an incision is made in the eardrum to help fluid to drain out of the eardrum or to help alleviate any pressure that's built up behind the eardrum. A similar surgical procedure is called pressure equalizing tubes or PE tubes. They're frequently done on young children that have reoccurring ear infections, but they can also be done on adults. So a tiny little tube is put inside of the eardrum and it helps to equalize pressure from both inside and outside of the eardrum. And it also helps any fluid to drain from behind the eardrum to outside of the eardrum. And then a newer procedure that can help alleviate eustachian tube dysfunction is called eustachian tubuloplasty. And this is where a balloon is put inside of the nose to help manually open and inflate the eustachian tubes. So as you can see, there's many different options and that can be tried to help manage the eustachian tube dysfunction, but in most cases, it's going to resolve on its own. But if it doesn't and it's reoccurring, it will be worth a visit to your local ENT to see what options can be done, as well as to have a full workup by your audiologist. If you have any other questions about eustachian tube dysfunction, please feel free to comment below. And if you haven't already subscribed to our channel, please subscribe now. Thank you for watching today's video with Treble Health. Check out our next video by clicking the button on this screen or another recommended video. And if you're not already, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks so much. See you on the next video. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ben Thompson. If you have two minutes, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a five-star review on the Apple podcast platform for the Treble Health podcast. Thank you for your time. And if you need any services for tinnitus or hearing aids, please head over to treblehealth.com and our team of expert audiologists will be able to help you via telehealth. Have a great one and see you soon.